I want to take a minute before I read the scripture and uh, share the sermon to thank Pastor Jasmine and the church staff and the leadership team and the whole congregation for your support, for your encouragement, for the privilege to serve First United Methodist Church in Atlanta. And as I retire, I want to thank uh, all those who have helped with the ministry to uh, worship and grow and serve and engage the city of Atlanta. And now I'd like for us to uh, turn to Luke chapter 24, familiar verse for the beginning of the sermon. Now on that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still, looking sad. We're in a sermon series based on the Disney Pixar movie Inside Out. And we see in this movie inside the mind of 11-year-old uh, Riley. And we experience her life from the viewpoint of the emotions that she feels. So far in the sermon series, we've experienced joy and fear and anger who vie for control of Riley's responses and actions. But we all experience emotions. They're inside of us to take care of us, to help us respond to the world around us in healthy ways. But sometimes our emotions elicit multiple responses. For example, when the COVID-19 virus swept our lives, many of us experienced all the emotions all at once and discovered new understandings of ourselves and others. Joy that some could work from home, fear that the virus was so contagious and deadly, fear that the economy was in peril. Some experienced anger that many people are ignoring the best wisdom from the medical community to wash hands, wear masks, and keep your social distance. And unfortunately, some are passing on the virus to the most vulnerable of uh, groups in our United States. We're experiencing very real sadness in many arenas of our lives these days. Unrest, violence, unemployment, mistrust, and racism. And sometimes our emotions can be misunderstood. At the beginning of the movie, Inside Out, Joy admits that she doesn't really understand what sadness is for and why it's in Riley's head. Joy gets so frustrated with sadness that she draws a circle and tells sadness to stay inside the circle. Many of us at some point in our lives wondered what purpose sadness has. We want to feel joy because joy is fun and attractive, good to be with. But when sadness creeps into our life, and it will, we try to hide the emotion and draw a circle like Joy did to contain it. We shift our minds to things that are not sad. We try remembering good feelings or fond memories. Or we scold ourselves for feeling sad on a beautiful day. Sometimes we compare ourselves with someone whose life is much worse than ours, all this in order to hide sadness. However, we soon find, as Joy did in the movie, that sadness will not be contained. 
all people experience sadness. And in the movie, the word sadness is not used to mean depression. If you are discovering that you have deep depression or what some would say clinical depression, that's not the sadness that's covered in this movie. Clinical depression needs professional help. We are here for you if you need to discuss things. As the movie progresses, so does the constant struggle of the emotions to control uh, Riley's responses and actions in her life. But instead of making Riley unhealthy, the striving between the emotions leads them to a common purpose of helping Riley make better choices in the situation she's experiencing. Helping her cope with the changes and the ups and downs she's experiencing in life and potentially greater happiness. For example, one of the pivotal moments of the film, Riley allows herself to feel sadness, in addition to fear and anger about her idea of running away from home. As a result, she decides not to run away from home and go through with her plan. This choice reunites Riley with her family, which gives her a deeper sense of happiness and contentment in the comfort she gets from her parents, even though it's mixed with sadness and fear. I believe the disciples on the way to Emmaus following the crucifixion and on that special Sunday, Resurrection Day, were experiencing some of these same emotions. Listen again to the Gospel account. Now on that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you walk along? And they stood there looking sad. The sadness and grief had overcome the disciples, and it kept them from recognizing who Jesus was. Sadness and grief can disorient us. Jesus was with them, yet they didn't recognize him. It's hard to see clearly sometimes through tears and sadness. In the movie, Bing Bong, who is Riley's imaginary friend, cries at the memory of losing his wagon and the realization that Riley is growing past needing her imaginary friend. When other emotions just pass him by, sadness comes and sits with him. Sadness doesn't judge. It's an act of compassion and empathy that only sadness can help him fully experience, which makes Bing Bong's tears become sweet gumdrops. It's the image of a tearful kind of joy that only comes through sadness, a bitterness that has become reformed. So Jesus comes alongside the sad and grieving disciples and travels with them. He knows that sadness is vital to our well-being. After all, Jesus wept when he found out the news that Lazarus had died, and he lamented over the city of Jerusalem. We were created with emotions. The psalmist put it this way, For it is you who form my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Toward the end of the movie, Joy discovers the healthiest method for working with emotions. 
Instead of avoiding, avoiding or denying sadness, Joy accepts sadness for who she is, realizing that she is an important part of Riley's emotional life. In the gospel passage, the disciples discover this also. There's a sacramental quality reflected in this story of the walk to Emmaus. Here, the further verses. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on, but they urged him strongly to stay. Stay with us, because it's almost evening, and the day is now nearly over. So Jesus went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized who he was, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning with us while he was talking to us on the road? While he was opening the scriptures to us, their sadness was reformed to joy. And further on in the scripture of this story, they immediately leave and go back to Jerusalem to share with the disciples all that they had discovered about Jesus, that truly he was resurrected and he was Lord and living. I'm reminded today, especially on this birthday of John Wesley, the founder of the Methodist movement, that the words upon his death seem to be sad that he's dying, but he's able to say with joy, best of all, God is with us. The new heaven and the new earth in John's Revelation chapter 21 is a sure and true promise of God reforming creation and reforming us into new creations. Listen to what John says in the Revelation. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them. They will be his peoples, and God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more. For the first things have passed away. And the one who was seated on the throne said, See, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this, for these words are trustworthy and true. So when we walk through sadness, we have the Comforter, the Holy Spirit with us. Jesus promised it. And it's true, and we won't be sad forever, and we won't cry tears forever unless they're tears of joy when we see God face to face. I want to leave you with a quote from author Bob Goff, who has said, What brings us to tears will lead us to grace. I'll say that again. What brings us to tears will lead us to grace. God's grace is present with us through all of our emotions, and that's enough. God loves us through all our emotions. We should feel and embrace all of them. God loves us on the inside and is with us on the outside on our journey. Best of all, God is with us. God's love and grace are with us. God loves us inside and out. Amen. 
Let us pray. God, we thank you that when we experience sadness, we are not alone. And just like sadness in the movie, you come and you sit with us. You don't judge us. You are compassionate and full of love for us. And you know that we're going to feel these emotions. All of us will. And we're grateful for the grace that you give each and every one. So bless us on this journey as we experience these emotions. And thank you for movies like Inside Out that help us in very tangible and real ways to think about how great your creation is and how much love you have for each of us. I ask your blessing upon this church, upon Pastor Jasmine and the staff and the leadership team and this great congregation again as we worship and serve and grow and engage this great city of Atlanta. May your grace be sufficient and your love fill this place every time, every time. In Christ's name, amen.